At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It is sadly a silver linings edition of the HHC, our first of the season. Hornets fell to the New Orleans Pelicans, 124-112, to the final score, sending the team's overall record to 1-1. and We're going to give our thoughts on the game, settle on some silver linings, and also talk about the newly unveiled theme for the 2022-2023 Charlotte Hornets season. And we'll do it all with the newly titled director of social media and a good friend of the HHC, Diana Biffle, back with us again. Diana, congrats on the new title and the promotion. Well-deserved, and thank you for coming back here with us on the Hornet Timecast. Thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to be tipping off a new season. We were hoping that you'd get to tip it off with a win. Hornets gave it a good fight, but end up falling to the New Orleans Pelicans 124-112. to It was a game where they really fought hard basically played the Pelicans even the last three quarters, but dug themselves quite the hole with turnovers early. And then the foul disparity late was really an issue. I don't think the foul disparity was something the refs were doing. I think it's something the Hornets were doing. But nonetheless, Pelicans attempted 37 free throws. Charlotte tried 14. Hard to win games when the other side's getting that many more free points. So we'll talk about some of those, but I'll let you go first. Your thoughts on the game as a whole. I think overall, I would have loved a win, but I'm still very encouraged. We were down LaMelo, our offensive engine. We were down Cody Martin, who is arguably our best defensive 
tool. And we still stayed really competitive throughout the game. We never let it get out of hand. We played incredibly hard. And we've proven time and time again that that's what we do. Even when we are undermanned, we play super, super hard. And maybe maybe that's the reason for some of the fouling. Um, but overall, I felt, you know, there were certain times where we're like, oh, man, we might win this. And we didn't in the end. But overall, I feel encouraged. I think we also contained Zion, which this is the first time we played him. Um, and he went seven for 19. So I think overall, I, I still feel really positive about this squad. I do, too. I, I think the effort was there. The execution was lacking in certain spots. And I think you have to recognize that this is a Pelicans team that last year struggled without Zion Williams, without a major piece, a former All-Star. And this time around, it's the Hornets who didn't have their All-Star. LaMelo Ball wasn't on the floor. And not to say that any of the starters played poorly, but the New Orleans Pelicans starting five, you look at their plus-minuses, the worst one is plus 13, and that's Zion. The Hornets, on the other hand, have a couple of guys that were minus 24. That's not to say those guys played badly. I thought both the guys who happened to have that plus-minus actually played pretty well, but there's no denying LaMelo Ball on the floor makes everyone better. So not to say this one wasn't winnable from the start. I think it was, but Charlotte certainly was shorthanded compared to the Pelicans. Biggest storylines for me from this one, one was the turnovers early. The Hornets did themselves no favors. They dug themselves a at 1.16 point hole. It ended up being down 11 at the end of the first quarter, and that was all turnovers. Nine turnovers in the first half yielded 19 points for the Pelicans. And when that got cleaned up in the second half, the Hornets just had a parade route for the Pelicans to the free throw line. They attempted 27 free throws in the second half, and it wasn't bad officiating by any stretch. The crew did a good job. Head coach Steve Clifford, after the game, said it was just the team not executing the defensive game plan and just plain fouling too much. Just the fouling. Just undisciplined basketball. I mean, just crazy. And I mean, they got to the uh, bonus early in the third quarter. They just started posting the ball, and we didn't do what we are supposed to do. And every time the ball went in there, we're fouling, hacking. Just, it's, it's really, just, it's bad basketball is what it is. And I don't care if it's the second game of the year. you got to call it what it is. That's what I just told the guys. They played it. We played hard. I mean, they're good, obviously. They played well. We were right there. You can't, you can't foul. You can't be minus 21 from the free throw line and beat a good team. You can't beat any team in this league. It's just not going to happen. Coach Clifford telling it like it is. He said also during his media session that this isn't something that is insurmountable. This is something that can be fixed pretty quickly just by focusing in on specific things. But clearly they were lacking in that department against a very physical and talented set of big men that the Pelicans have who combined ended up shooting 37 free throws to the Hornets 14. Yeah, I mean, I think we also you know, need to think about that there are still young people on this team. There are still, we've, we're still learning to gel with Dennis Smith Jr. So growing pains partly as well. Most definitely. All in all, I thought a good effort. The chance to go 82-0 and is gone. The odds were pretty low of that happening anyways. And the Pelicans are a good team. So, you know, credit where credit's due. They played well. Valanchunas was a monster. 30.17 rebounds. Brandon Ingram looked like the all-star version of himself, scoring 28 points. And C.J. McCollum was strong as well with 21. Zion Williamson's first time in Spectrum Center as a professional, 16 points. He was good. Hornets had some good efforts as well. Gordon Hayward, 26 points, 23 and 11 assists from Terry Rozier. A lot to be 
excited about moving forward for the Charlotte Hornets, but it is sadly a silver linings addition as the Hornets fall to one and one. Speaking of silver linings, we'll have our silver linings selections when we return after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Diana Biffle, the Charlotte Hornets Director of Social Media, with us here today on the HHC. Hornets suffering a 124-112 to loss to the New Orleans Pelicans, Hornets' first loss of the season. Still a solid effort, a game that you know the Hornets gave themselves a chance to win, even though they trailed by 16 and were just a sieve giving up the basketball, not just on forced turnovers, just on bad turnovers at one point in the first quarter. They overcame that, got it to a two-point game, and had the Hive alive on home opening night. Just couldn't quite get over the hump. Every time, for those new to the podcast, the Hornets take a loss. We always look for the silver linings, and we'll have our silver lining selection first from Diana Biffle. Terry Rozier is my silver lining. And now Hayward picks his pocket, gets the steal. Hit ahead, Terry Rozier. He'll rise. Gotta get framed. Throws down the right-handed hammer. Terry Rozier, a Dr. Pepper dunk. And it's a two-point contest. Time out, Pelicans. I think he's still been... He's been kind of a rock for us. The whole time he's been with us, we've been able to count on him. He is always very consistent um, in how he plays, how hard he plays. Um, and tonight was no different. He actually as- tied his assists career high with 11 assists, 23 points, and 8 rebounds. I think overall he was a huge part of why we stayed in the game the whole way through. He had an injury that looked a little scary at first, but he said post game he's feeling okay, so hopefully... He'll be a-okay. Terry was a warrior out there, and you mentioned the injury. We'll touch on that in a moment, but just a, a couple of things. He He's playing, I don't want to say out of position, but out of the position that the Hornets ideally would like him to play, which is off the ball with LaMelo leading the charge as the starting point guard. Terry Rozier will still have some point guard responsibilities, but he's done a really good job stepping in and filling that gap right now while LaMelo Ball is on the mend. I agree with you. I thought Terry had a really strong game. He ends up with 23 points, the career high 11 assists, doing a a lot of positive things. One other thing that I really liked about his game, even though the Hornets collectively turned the ball over a lot, he did not. He was actually uh, coming off a four turnover performance against San Antonio, only gave up two with those 11 assists. All that said, one of the big storylines after the game was Terry Rozier's potential injury. In the fourth quarter, he went down Kind of scary. He's rolling around on the baseline. Hornets had to take a foul, actually, to get the clock stopped so that he wasn't potentially run over. Thankfully, he got to his feet, and he actually came back into the game later and played some more. But after the game, he walked in in a very fashionable outfit, I might add, in a walking boot. And that clearly got some people's attention. And so we're going to play this sequence from him in his postgame media. This is first the question from Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer. Were you uh, worried there when it looked like you stayed down for a while? Did you think you had done something? Yeah, it was just to get my rest. Yeah, no, nah, you know, the boot just to, just to help it feel better for Sunday. I think I'm fine. 
God bless Terry Rozier. He he is fantastic in every way possible. Great on the air. We don't know anything right now as we record this podcast about his status, if it will be impacted at all. Sometimes with some of these injuries, it's not the initial reaction. It's how things settle over an hour overnight. So we'll see what news we get. And of course, we'll report on it for you here on the Hornets Hivecast as well as the pregame show for Sunday. But suffice it to say, he did go back out on the floor and play. And he's saying it's either a fashion piece or just a precaution. So we'll take him at his word. Other Silver Linings players, I got to pick one. I loved what we saw from Gordon Hayward. I thought he was really strong for a second straight game, 26 points. He's now gone back to back 20 plus point performances and really shot the ball well without a whole lot of chances to shoot on time, on platform. A lot of stuff where it was contested or he was off balance, and and he made it look easy. But my pick for Silver Linings player from last night is going to be Jalen McDaniels. One-on-one with Alvarado, uses the screen into the corner. McDaniels catch and shoot three is good. Jalen McDaniels, third three of the game. The Hornets have cut it down to seven. I just liked his decision-making coming off the bench. He went four for four from three, so that kind of efficiency from deep is, is tremendous, no matter who you are. For him, four made threes, ties a career high, so great performance there. And when you look at the plus-minus, he was a plus-seven, the, the best plus-minus of anyone on the team. And looking briefly into the future, the matchup with the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta, while they made a big upgrade in their starting lineup with DeJounte Murray, they lost a lot of bench pieces, so they still have talent there. It's not a done deal, but if Jalen McDaniels has a repeat of last night's performance tomorrow against the Hawks, I like the Hornets' chances. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see Jalen continue to improve and grow and develop. I think, you know, we always talk about player development earlier on in players' careers, but, you know, Jalen has been with us a few years, and I feel like this past season we saw a leap with him, and we might see another one this year. I, every time he hit a three I was almost jumping out of my seat because it's just it's it's awesome to see him get that confident and feel so comfortable he ended up playing the most minutes of anyone coming off the bench fifth most of anyone on the team 26 minutes out there to be sure LaMelo Ball's in the rotation Cody Martin's in the rotation and both active probably takes away a little bit from Jalen McDaniels as well as others but if he keeps going four for four from three they will find spots for him to play there is no denying that so our silver lining selections are in the Hornets have to settle for them after a 124 to 112 loss. They're now one and one. They'll turn the page to the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday, and we will have our preview podcast for you uh, for that one tomorrow, Sunday. Coming up next, though, the Hornets have unveiled their theme for the 2022 2023 season. Diana Biffle was one of the decision makers on that whole process and had an inside view on all that went on there. And we're going to pull it out of her here on our next segment of the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. 
Sam Farber and Diana Biffle, the Hornets director of social media, here with you on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets took a 124-112 L against the New Orleans Pelicans last night, but it was a great atmosphere at Spectrum Center, a sellout crowd, 19,287 in attendance. They were loud. They were clearly entertained by a, a very talented and up-tempo Hornets team, and that's even without LaMelo Ball. So get your tickets now, because when he comes back, it's going to take it to a whole nother level. There's a lot of ways you can energize a crowd and a fan base. Clearly, players come first and foremost in the level of play, but there's also little things you can do as an organization, uh, be it on social media, be it overall a theme for the team, and the Hornets feel they have found one and unveiled it last night. Diana Biffle, as director of social media, has some insight on it. We thought we'd have her on here and talk a little bit about what went into the Let's Fly theme for this season. Yeah, so it's super exciting. If you haven't seen it already, if you weren't at the game or if you haven't looked on social, we did launch a Let's Fly video uh, to kick off this new campaign. So, As a lot of you probably have seen, All Fly was our theme the last few years. And the idea behind that is that, you know, we were starting a new era in a way. When when Terry Rogier joined our team, we had a lot of exciting youth on the team, but there was a lot of room to develop and grow. And so All Fly was about kind of all of us kind of grinding it out together and, and getting better and better over the last few seasons. And then we really took a nice step last year we got into the play in tournament and we feel like now we have set a strong foundation and that there there something really exciting happening here and we want our fans to be a big part of it so all fly it was about you know come with us on this journey as as we continue to grow and develop and now it's hey we have this foundation let's take this next step forward together so the emphasis is always like fans please be a part of it with us that you're you're why we're here so let's fly is about taking this next step together. And I think we're, we're doing a lot uh, to incorporate fans this year. We have a new fan section in the upper level that's really exciting. It was sold out tonight, so really awesome to see all the fans here. Uh, like Sam said, the energy was amazing. We had P.D. Pablo in the building for halftime. He was fantastic. That was the best. Oh my gosh. Everyone's standing up with their rally towels, so it was awesome. The energy is great. We feel the support. We love you guys, and we're just really excited for, for a new chapter together. What are some of the ways Let's Fly will be incorporated into messaging, into social media, into game presentation over the next few months. Yeah, so I think it's going you're going to see it as a common thread just through all of our social media, this theme of taking a next step, building on our foundation that we already have and doing it together with the city of Charlotte with our fans by our side. So just keep an eye out for more content incorporating um our next steps as as an organization, as a team, but also, you know, it's the small things in social media, of course. So our hashtag Let's Fly is our hashtag for the year. So please use that whenever you're at a Hornets game. If you're tweeting about uh, your excitement about a game or, or the team, use hashtag Let's Fly. We're always keeping an eye out on that hashtag, on that conversation. So we'd love to say hey to you. Yeah, so keep an eye out for it. Definitely something to interact with and uh, have be all-encompassing for this season of Hornets 
basketball. I also like that it's kind of a it's a it's a forward looking. It's a let's take off from here. Play in game is not enough for the players. It's not enough for the coaches. It's not enough for the organization. And we don't expect it to be enough for the fan. We're moving forward. We're moving onward, upward. Uh, I like the mentality, and hopefully it helps the Hornets continue that upward trajectory that they've enjoyed the last couple of seasons. Diana Biffle, director of social media. We always enjoy having you here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks for joining us. Your first voyage with us uh, of this new regular season, and hopefully no more silver linings for you when we schedule you. Uh, but we look forward to talking to you each and every time and giving us the latest going on in social media and all around with the Hornets. Yes, so excited to be here. Yeah, and let's let's hope for a dub on Sunday. We're hoping for it. Hornets will take on the Hawks tomorrow, and we will of course have our game preview podcast for you then. Till next time for our guest host today, Diana Biffle, the Hornets director of social media, and our producer Rob Longo. I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow with another preview edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.